Phil, that was Richard Geldard, uh, somebody that you are familiar with from uh, when you wrote your book, American Veda. A very, very well-educated, knowledgeable guy. I, I have some questions about a few things from the interview, but uh, your thoughts first. Well, um, I was very happy to, to get the opportunity to um, talk to him about Emerson and Thoreau because uh, it's a subject we hadn't uh, covered on um, any of our interviews. And he is a scholar of uh, Emerson, the transcendentalist, and um, I, I respect his work. And so it was good to, to uh, get a chance to, to get um, on record on spirit matters, the important contribution that Emerson and the others made to the spiritual life of America. Just, I think, uh, yesterday or the day before, coincidentally, was the uh, anniversary of Emerson's famous uh, address to the Harvard Divinity School, which is kind of like America's declaration of spiritual independence. He essentially said, hey, you know, don't behave like usual uh, clergy. Give people a direct experience of, of divinity. <laughs> and uh, and it, was, it was revolutionary at the time. So mm -hmm. Interesting. Here, here, here's my question. Uh, he obviously did a lot of research on Mary Magdalene and her relationship to uh, Christ and, uh, you know, and, and uh, serious academic scholarly research. But when he writes his book, he decides uh, since he's not sure of everything and it hasn't all been disclosed from his research, uh, he'll do it in novel form so he can fill up, fill in the gaps however he likes. So then I guess it's just, it might as well be pure fiction. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I have a hard time getting my head around it, wrapped around it. On the other hand, somebody like Artistic License, it's called. Dennis. Yeah, it's called what? Artistic license. No, but artistic license. Okay, then it's purely fiction. You you can't have it both ways. You can't be a historic document and uh, 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 and not be purely historic. I mean, based on facts. I, I guess there are novelists well, like Irving Stone who wrote the Agony people do it all the time. You know, look just, at all the movies that are made based on historic of. You know, event. I, I guess I uh, thought I thought in interviewing him, uh, I, my feeling was that he was a serious historian that was bringing yeah. out fact, and he yeah. seemed to speak with great confidence about certain things, Christ's intimacy right. with uh, Mary Magdalene and so on and so forth. Uh, whereas I, I, I think uh, it was what I don't understand, and maybe I should have probed more deeply with him, is what was. Uh, uh, historic fact and what was speculative yeah and, and yeah. so uh the, you know hey look like i was just saying irving stone the agony the ecstasy about michelangelo he did a lot of research but he made a lot of stuff up you know it was a story yeah. so i guess you, have it's to. A, it's, you can't it, tell a good story in uh you know a couple hundred pages or in a 90 minute movie without at least messing around a little but bit. Then, with but chronology. then you can't, you can't present yourself as a historian or a scholar. Well, that's an interesting thing. He made the choice and said, look, as a scholar, I can't claim to know the truth of things I think are probably true. So I'm going to present it as a novel, and there I can be upfront and say, you know, I'm, you know, some of this stuff is fictionalized. 
based on what I think uh, might have transpired or been the case. But, he, you know, as a, at least he, 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 he um, I, now I haven't seen whether he uh, makes that explanation in the book itself. But he kind of explained it that way to us. The, the book has which no is kind index, of interesting. Has no, you know, references to uh, historical research. Doesn't mean it isn't there. And so it's not right. unlike the Da Vinci Code. That's probably based on a few things. And the, uh, my guess is uh, uh, Geldard's book is uh, more historically based than the Da Vinci Code, but I don't know that. Well, he said so. No, he said that's the case. He said, so, well, he argued, then there's <laughs> no, we could take there, his word there's no reference to research in the book at all. There's no Right, because, you know, he's telling, a, he's telling a story. So I guess it would not be easy for a uh, reader to know what is made up and, right. and what is based on history. Um, but you can't stop in the middle of a storytelling and make those kind of, uh, right. uh remarks, right. you know, and, 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 the kind of thing you usually do in a preface right, or something. Right. In defense of, of, uh, Gelthard, who I thought was incredibly interesting and I'd love to interview him more and go into this stuff in more detail. This is certainly not a criticism. It's more, uh, how we separate fact from fiction and storytelling yeah. and so on and so forth. Uh, it's a, it's, but, but, look, good... You can make an argument that, Judaism, Christianity, all the major religions of the world are stories. They're not, you know, they're, 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 uh, yeah, they, they could be put in the, in the fiction section of any library. Other people would dispute that. And I, and I would think that all religion is based upon a certain amount of uh, historical fact and, uh, and a lot of speculation. Yeah, and storytelling. You know, right. I'm a storyteller. I've written fiction, and I know... You know, you have to, the, the uh, demands of telling a story and uh, keeping the listener or reader involved requires at the very least condensation or elaboration. And if you're dealing with historical stuff, um, people make things up. And so I'm sure the Bible and the Mahabharata and the Ramayana and all that, that probably some mix of historical fact and, you know, just inventive storytelling. Having read the Mahabharata, which I loved, uh, I would say that, uh, I mean, I, I can't imagine there's much fact in there other than maybe certain battles took place. But, uh, I know. but who knows? But maybe that, who knows? Maybe enough. I'm wrong. Now, when you wrote your book on Yogananda, tremendous amount of research I know you put into it, uh, historically accurate. If you had uh, approached it differently and gathered a bunch of facts, but then wrote a, a novel or a fictionalized, uh, semi-fictionalized story about Yogananda, would you have enjoyed that more? I, that's a good question. Um, I would have struggled a lot because when you're dealing with a beloved personality like that um, you don't want to take too many liberties with facts and and have people think it's true I, I have that problem watching movies about historical right. figures and you know that they they are taking liberties but the average person will see those movies and think it's all fact when some of it is and some of it is not right. and you know so if I were telling Yogananda's story as a, a novel 
I would have to invent dialogue. I would have to um, invent scenes because you, you, that's how you tell a story. And we don't have uh, very much evidence of actual, you know, scenes like that. They're, you know, almost, you know, turning on their smartphone to video. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no. I mean, there's some historical, you know, evidence. You know, people who were around wrote memoirs and people wrote articles based on things that happened. But you would have to fix, you would have to make stuff up. You can't tell a, a, a good story otherwise. So you try to write a factual biography that is nonfiction and do it using whatever, you know, storytelling techniques you can bring to bear, but without making anything up. In, you know, in a biography, I could say, this may have happened or that may have happened and there's no evidence <clears throat> for this or that. But you don't, you can't stop in a fiction, you know, a tale of fiction and do that. Interesting. And, and uh, for those interested in the book, he gets a tremendous endorsement from uh, Mirabai Star, three times mm -hmm. on our show. Obviously, I guess we were very impressed with. And uh, so, you know, that says a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, so and I'm a, sure people will learn a lot about right. the uh, what is known about you know the, uh, Magdalene and the more recent Mary Magdalene these recent discoveries, but and they may enjoy a very good story, but they will have to sort out what may be what is known history and what is uh, conjecture. <laughs> Well, I'd, I'd love to. Have On the other that. hand, his yeah. books about Emerson and the Transcendentalists are all scholarly and fact-based, and um, I would recommend those too. Great. All right. Looking forward to interviewing him again. I have a lot more questions for him, and he he's uh, <laughs> okay. a very knowledgeable guy. All right. Over and out. Okay.